Welcome to our podcast. We're your hosts, Anthony and Darius, and this is Sipping on Love. Baby, that's gas. Ooh, that is gas. No, it's not. It's I'm like actually like getting thick. Get you some gas, sex. You're gonna lose a couple pounds. I'm getting thick up. I'm gonna lose three pounds. Mm. Oh, what's that thing you sent me? Uh, that joke you told me this morning. You thought it was the dryer that was shrinking your clothes. It but was it, the refrigerator the whole time, y'all. Oh, all that good eating. Listen, between me cooking and my man cooking, and us eating out every so often, my God. Oh, ain't seen the gym wear. I mean, yeah, ain't done, done yoga, yoga wear in like two weeks. Hmm. It's a shame. No, slightly. We gonna get back on it. We gonna get back on it. It's our season. It's, it's our season. Our season. The season of no to everybody else, but yes to us. Oh my God! Oh my God! You done? I'm just getting started, baby. What are you sipping? What are we sipping on? We are sipping on the French connection. Be English French connection. I'm gonna say be wet. (laughs) (laughs) French connection. Mm. Brown on brown, be brown on brown. Let's tell you, it is. So smooth, y'all. Like so, so smooth. Ooh. You know what I wonder why? I made it. <laughs> I about to say cause frown don't no brown, brown don't, don't make frown. You frown. That's it. No brown don't frown. It don't make you frown. It's actually the whole. You know what? Go off. That's that's what you know. So we're gonna Thank you. we're gonna welcome what you know into this space because I'm holding space for you. You know why? Because I love you. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I love you. Mm-hmm. This song we already discussed early, uh, early this week, y'all. So mm. I love my man. Yeah. And, but ooh. I like for my man to respond in a timely manner. <laughs> my man has the attention span of a, I don't know what. And he likes to have a delayed response. So when I ask a question or say something. A good 10 seconds, 30 seconds goes by with no answer. So, bitch, I'm over it. And then all of a sudden, now he wants to answer or respond. Oh, bitch, I didn't move on because now you didn't piss me off. So, I love you, but bitch, answer me when I'm talking to you. Say something. Acknowledge me. I always acknowledge you. Maybe not the way you want to, but this ain't, this ain't needing a response, so I hear you. I love you. Mm-hmm. You know I love you, boy. Take me in the double row real quick. But leave me alone. But won't ever. You have to kill me Somebody first. Somebody get this man. You'll have to die first. Why I gotta die? That's the only time I'm gonna leave. You. <laughs> um, but I love you. Um, but make this sweet potato pie. Go ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the second time that I heard you plotting to kill me. Y'all hear this, y'all. All I said was, I'm making a sweet potato pie. Y'all hear this right. Y'all hear him plotting and scheming. All I said was, I was making a sweet potato pie. I don't like sweet potato pie, so I won't eat it. Not the man who over here who bought some, or who's about to buy yams. Because I like just the baked sweet potato, or I like like sweet potato souffle and stuff like that. Are you going to keep interrupting me when I'm giving you my I love you? Damn. Go ahead. Go ahead. You do this too. Go ahead. God damn. 
ain't no two in one. Go it's ahead. Time, it's time to connect. <laughs> I need you to stop intruding and interrupting when we're trying to connect. It sounds like you're stalling. It's giving stalling. You have no answer. Just say you love me and I'm perfect. That's all. <laughs> I love you, but... Fix your fucking attitude. Well, okay. Nah, that ain't the real thing. But no, I love you, but... I did have it earlier, but you interjecting and shit messed me up. It did. You did. That's why I like fussing a little bit. You mad? You want to fight me? <laughs> you want to fight me? Why do I want to fight you? You don't want to fight me. But why though? Because you asked me. For <laughs> <laughs> but I did have it. And then you, I didn't know you were going to do all this extra carrying on and shit. But, no, for real. On real shit, though. I love you. <laughs> Ooh, I love you. Uh-huh. But I really need, I really, I'm asking, mm-hmm. requiring, requesting, mm-hmm. and then requiring again, that you address the issues head on when they happen, instead of waiting. Get over yourself and tell me what the issues are so we can address it, because I don't like the silent treatment when you give it to me. I don't like feeling uncomfortable around you. Like, it, I've become too comfortable to be uncomfortable. You spoiled me. So. With the and, we, and, we, and we just, around you. Let, let's put it all, let's, let, I don't want you to sit up here and take bits and pieces of what I'm saying. I feel uncomfortable when you don't communicate issues that you have with something I've said or done you know, when it happens mm-hmm. and then you let it fester and simmer and prick you and make you feel some type of way to the point that you just like, whatever, fuck it, I'm just done. I'll, I'll deal with it later. Nah, I'm not a motherfucking later. I'm a right now, bitch. We know. We so know. stop, start treating me like it. But I love you. That's all. That's it. I'm done. Um, what else you know? Well, if I can speak to all the other, I'm gonna speak from a Scorpio's perspective. That's the best thing to do, child. You know, sometimes we just hold things in. Why? There are some Scorpios, and then there are some Scorpios who are just straight up with you. Mm. I'm not that one. Nope. I'm the other one that that holds everything in, and then. But my mm. thing is because I'm trying to process everything because if I say everything that I want to say, I feel like it's going to come out disrespectful. And like I tell my man every time, I want to make sure that when I respond, I respond in a manner to where he's going to be able to receive what I'm saying. Because I would hate to go on this rant and then I say something and now, bitch, he's turned off from the conversation. Now we both going to be pissed off because what I brought it up for if there's no resolution, you know what I'm saying? So, but I understand. I hear you. I'm saving space for you, and I'm going to do better. Not saving, holding. I'm holding space. You're right. I'm just saying. Next, y'all know we play our little game. A little game, game, gimme, gimme, gimme. So with this game, um, what's this? What's the, what's the, y'all watch how he changed up the rules when it's time. There is no rules life. actually. Um, oh, so I get to do whatever. It's really life. only one rule. Yeah. There, there are no rules actually, but there really is only one rule. Well, I mean, like, catch that right. There's no rules, but I guess it's just one direction. 
Mm. Like one instruction. Mm -hmm. So basically with this game, I have no name for it. But what you're going to do is I'm going to read out a popular phrase, quote, and you're going to tell me what you hear from this quote or phrase. Misinterpretation. Kind of, sort of. Well, just interpretation. To your own interpretation kind of ish, uh, yeah. What I heard was, what you had said was... I said what I said. And what you said was some bullshit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, what's up? Y'all, this French connection is real smooth. Like, it's, it is. It's, it's, it's like, really smooth, y'all. Oh, my mm, God. I can't wait to give y'all this recipe. If it's y'all like... motherfucking try this shit. I'm telling you, it's lit. I feel so good. Baby, this is a pussy popping drink. A pussy popping drink. Take that to the club. Pre-game. Put on your Megan. Put on your Cardi, Nikki. I wasn't going there. I wasn't going there. I was. I was. Cupcake, Asian doll. I was. Yeah. All play all of those, and you don't even have to go out. Just take it to the bedroom. Bounce music. Honestly, you ain't gotta go to the bedroom. Just wherever you are. I wanna be with you. Are. Let's get to the game, child. Okay, so ready? Mm-hmm. All right. So the first, this is gonna be yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the phrase is, "That's cute." <laughs> what you hear? Right, but it's all right, but you can definitely do better. Mm, okay, that's cute means um. To me, I'm, it's like, oh, that's like that's cute. Like I don't like it, mm-hmm. but I'm a, but I don't want to tell you that I don't like it. I did tell you that's cute. That's me. That's what I say. Well, that's oh, that's cute. Like, mm, like I don't like it. I, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. um, so re- the next one is I'm ready when you are. It depends on who's saying it. So if I'm saying I'm ready when you are, I'm legit ready. Like, nigga, I'm at the fucking door. When my man says I'm ready when you are, I'm ready. I'll be ready. Basically, I'll be ready in like five to seven minutes because I'm not ready yet. For me, same. So if, <laughs> if my man says it, he, bitch, he's ready to go now. He's over it, but he's going to stay as long as I'm going to stay. Um, If anybody else says it, again, it's also... No, if I say it, um, it means that, bitch, same thing my man said. I'm really over it, but if the DJ play a good song in the next Baby. 10 minutes, yo, uh, you know how you'd be trying to hold out for that one song okay. to show out to, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm ready whenever you are, but, like, if they play that one good song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that me and my good Judas could, like, Kiki Stomp and the work, floors work, 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 work. on right. Yes. So so real quick, y'all. As he's getting ready for his next question. So my man and I went to a little cute little skate night a few weekends ago, and not even a few last weekend. And like it was so fucking fun. Like oh, first off, I didn't realize how much I miss skating. Second off, like we just had a bomb ass motherfucking time. And props to my motherfucking man. For, like, even suggesting the damn option. Because, yeah. And I had a good-ass time. And we're going again. So, yeah. There you go. Okay. Random fact. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. He can't take compliments, y'all. So, calibrate. I'm not finna go back and forth with you. We wasn't going back and forth. I said my That was the next phrase. 
Huh? That was the next phrase. Oh, I'm not finna go back and forth with you? Yes. Well, my man says it. He's honestly just done with the conversation. He don't care to hear anything else we fucking have to say. He's made his decision. He's set his ways. It is what it is. Get over it, bitch. Okay. When I hear I'm not finna go back and forth with you, same, like, it's either, bitch, why am I arguing with you? Like, you're not worthy enough to, for me to go back and forth with you. Or, like, this is a waste of my goddamn time, and I'm just not... No. No. You really hear that when I say that, babe? It's a waste of my time. I'm not gonna go back and forth with you. We're not getting anywhere. That's not what I said. Is that what you receive when I say it? Yeah, we're not going... Oh we're not God. getting anywhere. I want you to think or feel that way. Child, moving on. I'm not one of your little friends. <laughs> the words said what they said. <laughs> Bitch, put some respect on my motherfucking name. Pure. It's not playing in my motherfucking face before I drop you where you stand. That's it. That's it. <laughs> this one. Let me call you back. Get off my fucking phone. I'm done talking. I'm done talking to you, bitch. I barely wanted to talk on the phone in the first place. Because, bitch, you know I don't like talking on the phone. Ah! But you got me on this fucking phone. And then, bitch, you, you extended my stay in my mental and social capacity to be on this phone oh, with you. And, no. bitch, you ain't really talking about shit. So, bitch, get the fuck off my phone. Wait. Bye. And do not call me back. It's not that we wasn't talking about shit, bitch. I'm just ready to get off the phone. And I'm pretty... By now. By now. All of my friends and my siblings should know. If I say, let me call you back, bitch, they know I'm not calling them back. <laughs> they know I'm not calling them back. Bitch, I, that was my excuse to get off the phone. And bitch, don't follow up with me saying, bitch, I thought you were going to call me back. I wasn't. You should have known better. Girl, you, you know I would. You, know you should have known. But I don't get that follow up because all my people know. At least they should know. Bitch, I'm not calling you back. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of talking. I don't even want to be on the phone that long. I'm tired of listening too. Plus, y'all all know, everybody knows I'm more of a texter than, you know, talking on the phone. Yeah, my man, nah. If I call him, he better. Mm. Don't answer the phone. Child. Mm. Don't answer the phone. No shade, but. Bitch, sit your ass down because I'm about to read you for Phil. Oh. That's why I feel like, too. Like, it's like, no disrespect, but, like, mm. bitch, and you about to just read me. Like, no, it's going to be disrespectful because it's the truth you need to hear. Or it's like, you say some gay stuff and then be like, no homo. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. I can't say yeah or no because I don't say that shit. But I'm just saying it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, plus I feel like it negates everything that you're about to say after that. Very no true. disrespect, but I'm about to disrespect you. <laughs> so sit down, okay, sit back and enjoy the motherfucking ride. The next one, girl, have several seats. <laughs> Stop playing in my fucking face and sit your dumb ass down. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Like, <laughs> this conversation or you're not intelligent enough to hold this conducive conversation Damn. that we're having so I'm just going to end it now and save you the embarrassment that's girl, it girl have several seats because at this point probably at this point I'm probably either catching you in lies or you're spewing out lies and just to try to prove a point right to try to prove a point and now before I get pissed off girl just go sit down before I really air out your business, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to air you out. So to I mean, yourself. To people. I don't give a fuck. Because, you know, people get real froggy when they have an audience. Mm-hmm. So, I be trying to be nice when I be going back and forth with people. Mm-hmm. But once you take me there, once you piss me off, mm-hmm. bitch, all bets are off. Like, I'm about yeah. to air all your shit out. Because 
I feel disrespected. So since I feel disrespected, you gonna feel it too. Yeah. So. And once I got, yeah, I'm gonna leave that there. Yeah. So the next one. Yeah. You like it? I love it. Well, bitch, listen. I don't particularly agree with it. It's not my cup of tea. I wouldn't put myself in that situation. Mm-hmm. However, comma. Live your life, sis. Right, same. I'm, we, it's basically saying we're going to agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Because, girl, at the end of the day, like I tell everybody, you're grown at the end of the day. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to tell you what to do because you're grown and you're going to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So. And, bitch, at the end of the day, who are me? Who are me? Who are you? Who are me? Who are me? Okay. Who are me? As an English teacher, yes, I'm saying that shit. And y'all that get, the girls who get it, get it. The girls who know, no. The only who person, are me? This drink is the only one that get it. Because that's all you got. This no, drink. No, I promise you. <laughs> if you know exactly what I'm talking about, you know. Make sure you comment in the, in the post and everything. Sure. Who uh, are me? Last one. There goes your little friend. <laughs> Sometimes I don't like my man. So, it, this can be taken in a lot of ways. But for me, what I hear is like, there goes your little friend. Some of that they know you don't really like. Well, it can go two ways. First way, some of that you know you that they know you really don't like, you don't feature, you don't you don't rock with, period. But, and then you always talk shit about them behind their back. Mm-hmm. And when they walk past, there goes your little friend. Mm-hmm. And then other spaces, it could be like, yeah, you just messy with your dealings. And people know about it. And they look a busted ass mess. And they make it known to you that they're a busted ass mess by saying, oh. there goes your little friend. Dead. Well... What I was gonna say was the first. I agree with the first thing you said. Mm-hmm. When it's somebody that you don't like, so your friends being petty and being like, "Oh, look at your little friend." No, and damn way you don't fuck with these people. So no, if you but what? I don't know why I did that. I just felt musical. But anyway, what's my topic, back? So, um, in relation to the game, uh, as you can see, that was our interpretation. Of communication. So our topic today is communication, um, ways that we can identify improving communication, why is it important, and what we can do to make sure that both parties are heard. So, mm-hmm. what? Y'all not drinking, mm-hmm. y'all should be flipping. Right, because this is still so smooth. Mm-hmm. So, so smooth. So, babe, so why is communication important in a relationship? Because your partner can't read your mind. Let's start with that. Mm-hmm. And in order for your partner to gain understanding, and I was actually just watching, um, and it was a reef peep in the TikTok thing, um, that, like, you know, when you become a student of your partner, they don't become, quote, unquote, difficult. You, came, you come to a better space of understanding. And a part of that work of understanding is actually communicating. Understanding how one another communicate, understanding nonverbals, understanding like kind of the game, certain expressions actually mean more than just what the hell they're saying. Mm-hmm. But that's why communication is important in oh. a relationship. Oh, okay. Well, um, from this article I read from Very Well Mind, um, it gave you three tips. So it can minimize rum- rumination. 
So instead of stewing over negative feelings, uh, you can discuss your concerns and resolve them in a more positive way. Mm -hmm. Um, It fosters intimacy. (coughs) I'm sorry. It went down the wrong hole. Okay. Mm. Excuse me. Y'all, be careful with this French connection shit. Ooh. (coughs) You okay? I was. You all right? I'm going to be all right. I'm sorry. I did not mean to interrupt. Put a little hair in your chest. A little bit more. You like that. It's okay. It'll work out. I'm so sorry, baby. I did not mean to interrupt you. Mm? I was was trying to. You over here dying. What is this in my chest? I was trying to save my life. All right. Okay. I apologize. What does it, 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 it helps with what now? Mr. Holden? No. I oh, okay. It fosters intimacy. You know, forming a close emotional connection with each other because y'all are both given that mutual respect and, you know. And it reduces and resolves conflict, which is what a lot of people try to minimize. Conflict. So, but people don't realize minimizing that conflict requires communication mm. so or so it's either their lack of communicate communication um or misinterpretation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. or miscommunication so I've always, well i haven't wondered but it's just like uh when you say miscommunication and misinterpretation i in my mind they're i like think the same. That, yeah yeah, I do think that they're the same. But Tim, I mean, I. Mm, just really, go ahead. What? No, go ahead. I was just going to ramble. Oh, uh, all I was going <laughs> to To me, like, misinterpretation is like you saying something, mm-hmm. um, and I'm thinking, you know, I received it one way. Um, mm. With miscommunication, I feel like um, could come from. Me, you saying something, but me not listening, or me taking bits and pieces from what you said mm-hmm. and construing my own, you know, thought process. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. That I hear you there. That okay. Yeah. So, cause I yeah yeah and so, uh, yeah. So and so with um, communication being important in a relationship, I think it also ties in with knowing your communication style. Ooh. So um. There are quite a few. So, okay. So, with your communication style, mm-hmm. um, there are there are about five of them. Mm. So okay. there is passive aggressive, where it's indirectly aggressive, sarcastic, devious, <laughs> unreliable, and bad at communicating. You have aggressive, whose needs uh, are more important. They overreact. They're demanding, abrasive, belligerent, frightening, loud, and hostile. Mm -hmm. You have someone who is submissive, who has difficulty taking responsibility or making decisions, yields to others, unexpressive, feels like a victim, and blames others. Mm. You have someone who is assertive, who's socially and emotionally expressive. They make their own choices and take responsibility for them, whether it's good or bad. And then you have someone who's manipulative, who's cunning, calculating, controls others, asks indirectly for needs to be met, and make others feel sorry for them. So, mm-hmm. I'm curious of how you're going to pose this next question. Well, all I was going to ask is, what do you think my communicating style passive-aggressive. is? Passive-aggressive. 
Oh, that Hands was down. first of all, that was too quick. You didn't even think about it because I know my man. Because you are passive aggressive when it comes to communication, and the reason why I know give us this, an example. How you know? Ooh. How you know? Wow, I cannot wait. I can be, be assertive. Started. You can be. You choose not to be. <laughs> so you want an example? Mm-hmm. So. Like I said earlier, y'all, my man had promoted the idea of us going skating. And I had did something. No, I'm not going to say I did something. That the the whole I love you came from that that night as well that he wants to he wants me to respond, wants and needs me to respond in a certain time frame. Unbeknownst to me, that really did grind my man's gears that I had such a delayed response. Um and he wanted to talk about it. And first off, I'm just proud of the fact that he wanted to talk about it. He wanted to address the issue head on, but he didn't um, for whatever reason. And then basically kind of shut down um, until the next day. And I'm just like, what the hell is wrong with you? We just had a beautiful fucking night. We had a great time. And then he fin- uh, finally uh, came to a space and comfortability to like just open up and talk about it. And I was just like why do you feel you couldn't have just talked about it then instead of being like petty and like Mm-mm, no you're gonna have to figure it out figure it out figure it out anthony figure it out and i'm like okay i'm trying but you're not really helping me either was that a good enough example for you to understand why you're passive aggressive first of all i'm yeah. working on it i didn't say you want to i'm working you on asked it. for an example and i provided it Chill. however let's get like you said you're working on it Let's call a thing a thing too, mm-hmm. though, mm-hmm. because in past situations, that conversation of I was thinking about it, I wanted to talk about it, but I didn't, never would have happened. Mm-mm. So for you to even acknowledge that, like, I want to do this, but there's just some shit I'm processing and working through of whatever, I'm still happy that you felt safe and comfortable enough to, like, Want to actually fucking talk about it? You wanted to talk about it when the shit happened. Thank you. Oh, well, mm-hmm. what communication style do you think I have? So my man is the assertive, um, <laughs> the socially. I, I don't know about it, socially expressive, um, because <laughs> my man can be socially awkward, but he's going to. <laughs> His face is going to tell everything. But when it comes to our relationship and communication, my man is the one who is like going to make that decision to, bitch, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Or I need to know what's going on. Tell me. Let me know something. Because you're leaving me, right, because you're leaving me show. to my assumptions and all that's doing is leading us down, but well, leading him down a rabbit hole. And so now we're both in a funk. And I don't like being in a funk. And I think, that it's and I think it's really important that we do know that not even we but you couples know like your partner's communication style mainly because that's how you have a better understanding of who they are kind of going back to why communication is important in a relationship and that's how you also are able to build intimacy if I know that my man is passive aggressive like I have to pick that's more that's also telling me or or for those that are learning that's also important to know because that's going to be your interaction and your engagement with them. If you know your partner's passive aggressive, that means they're not going to say as much verbally. But oh, that body language, mm-hmm. that attitude change, mm-hmm. baby, it's there. 
You got to pay attention. And what I can add to that also is if that passive aggressive behavior is not healthy or is not conducive for y'all relationship and y'all have, if one, have the conversation that this is, you don't like this form of communication and mm. then uh, coming up with a, a better way for y'all to communicate. Now, if y'all have had this conversation, then that's when your partner, which I love my man for, can hold you can hold your partner or your partner can hold you accountable for that behavior that y'all have already discussed is not conducive for y'all's relationship. So if that passive aggressive tone comes back, uh, hold on. I don't like this passive aggressive. You said you was going to change this. We said we we're going to do better. You know, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, so holding your partner accountable and being consistent with it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although, yes, that's what your partner, that's the type of behavior that your partner is used to. It doesn't mean that it's right or it doesn't mean that it's healthy. Mm-hmm. So, and if y'all have discussed, like I said, if y'all discussed this, make sure that you call it out every time. So, mm-hmm. so um, I guess what we can talk about is uh, kind of <laughs> tell them about our experiences with communication, our relationship, and, you know, kind of how we handle conflict. So... Can I go first? You may, absolutely. So, as my man probably have stated before, or have we probably stated before in previous episodes, when we first started talking, (laughs) I put it on the table, one of my flaws, communication. A lot of my dating life, a lot of my past uh, relationships have failed because of communication. Uh, and it was due to mainly me not prioritize. I, I think the, uh, the kind of conversation that me and my man just had this weekend, it kind of had me realize I probably was not prioritizing those people first. So, because when I always, when I always hop into the talking stage with anyone, I always say my communication is flawed. Every time. Mm -hmm. And it's just to put it out there because I don't want to set these expectations that, hey, I'm about to be texting you (laughs) 24-7 or I'm about to be calling you. uh, You know, so, and if you're really interested in me and I don't respond when I, you know, you want me to respond, it's not that I'm disinterested. It's just that, bitch, I'm busy. I work a lot. And a lot of my friends know at the time that I really work a lot. And I took uh, my job very seriously. And so... When me and him started talking, I made sure I put in uh, the the disclaimer that, hey, I work a lot. Mm-hmm. My communication can be kind of flawed. It, it, it kind of, it, it's basically like it is what it is because yeah. I've been through this so many times. People say that they understand, but once we get into the nitty gritty of it, they get the, you know, the heat is put. To their feet and they mm-hmm. they gone they gone and I'm like okay so when I told him that and then this was long distance I was like child we are gonna see where this goes so to the top right and so what I can say surprised me is one that he's just very persistent and 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 he's very patient because oh, I man. I worked <laughs> I worked like. 10, 12, 14 hour shifts 
And you know, and within those twenty four hour shifts, it felt like sometimes. And within those shifts, sometimes you know I couldn't respond to text messages or phone calls like that. So, you know, but when I and when I did, it was really late because I got off late, and that's when I had my wusa. You know, let's. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I have FOMO, fear yeah, of missing oh, out, yeah. the fear of missing mm-hmm. out. So I feel like once I get off, bitch, I need to check my text messages. I need to check social media and make sure, you know, all the news or whatever's going on in entertainment, I need to know because I don't want to feel like my whole day went to work, mm-hmm. you know, so. Even though it did. It did, but, you know, <laughs> I want to make, I want to, like, make sure that, yes. Mm-hmm. So I really tested his patience because we went a long time without me responding. But my man made sure that he kept me up to date with whatever was going on throughout his day. And, you know, just get receiving those nitbits were refreshing because I'm like, okay, that it means that he's still interested. You know, even though he knows I'm not going to respond right away, he's still letting mm-hmm. me know what's going on with him. And when, I don't know if he said it or not before also, we made sure we uh, planned dates, mm-hmm. like uh, FaceTime dates. Date nights. Yeah. Date nights. So we had FaceTime for what? Four, five, six, eight hours. It don't even matter. When at a time. Right. And it's not like the FaceTime went dry because we always had something to talk about because we didn't FaceTime that often. It was probably like twice a week. Um, once Not even a week. twice a week. Like, Sometimes once or twice a week. It just depended yeah. on the week, really. Because yeah. um, sometimes my man would just be like, I want to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So either we FaceTime or he calling me. And then, well, if it's a phone call, all right, I hear you. Ooh, you sound sexy, which is all the time. Let me FaceTime you. No! No. I didn't. No. Uh, no. Stop being difficult. Exactly. No. <laughs> and then my ass will end up on FaceTime. Do so, child, whatever. Um, but yes, we used to have those date nights talking for hours. Um, the and like I said, if he wanted to just talk to me and hear my voice, he'll call me. Um, I think another good thing was, um, us switching it up. Mm-hmm. So, what we always send each other good night text messages, and so after a while. Sending those long, lengthy text messages. I was like, oh, this is cute or whatever, but let's try something different. So then I would either send a voice message or he would send a video or I would be like, this song reminds, this song is communicating what I want, how I'm feeling, Mm. you know? So we just switched it up like that to kind of show different forms of communication. Mm -hmm. And I I enjoyed that. So... Mm. That's what I can say about our communication within our relationship. And I just feel like, um, of course, we still had issues because either, again, it's because it was long distance. If I'm mad, he can't read my body language. So, like, I would have to tell him or he would read it through my responses. So, he knows that I do not. Like one word responses. I just don't. So if I'm giving him that treatment, obviously I feel some something type of way. Something gets not right. Or if I if I if I give him like brief responses, it don't have to be just one word. It's just like something brief. Okay, that's fine. Right. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. When I get yes, sir, 
Oh, but it's not my turn. Go ahead. Right. Man. So I we now, no, I'm about to say, so we know something is wrong. So that's how we kind of had to also, my man would call it out. What's going on? Or if, if when I finally come to a space and I'll be like, I'll text out this whole thing of how mm. I'm feeling. And that's how, then we'll go back and forth. But other than that, I mean, I feel like I can, we really was like from the beginning, our communication was spot on when it came to transparency. And I felt like I was growing as a partner um, and as an individual because you can ask any of my exes, baby, it took days, days mm-hmm. for me to not even be mad anymore and want to talk about it. And with my man, I either sometimes if I didn't like something or if I felt uncomfortable about something, I already said it. Before I got upset. And I would either already say uh, negating any consequences or maybe it might take me one or two days instead of like a week. Mm-hmm. So I felt myself improving. And I mean, that's not something to boast about. But to me, I feel like that's an accomplishment to me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So my experience in our beautiful relationship when it comes to communication, I'll meet my man where he is and what he said that, that like he definitely told me offer my communication and he says uh, has its flaws. I like to look at the glass half full um, needs development like or and then I always looked at it as you just for real like not being cocky or anything. You just haven't been with me. Yeah, that's why communication ain't work. You you weren't you weren't with the right person. You weren't with someone that you know was willing. I don't know what the other niggas were doing because they ain't work. I'm here, um, but I I looked at it because and like he kind of talked about, but even when he told me it's like, oh well, I'm really not for this long distance relationship because my communication is the best in my mind. Kind of going back to our game earlier in my mind, oh. You just haven't found the right one to prioritize them. If you, and my thing in my mind and my thought process, I'm like, if you really want me in your space, if you really want me in your life, you'll make the time. It let, let's let's try. Let's just try it. And if it works out, if it works out. If not, shit. I've had other failed attempts and failed relationships before. Like it'll suck that this one didn't work because I just feel so strongly passionate about you. Um, and what we're trying to build here, but if it don't work out, okay. I mean, I could, I could, I could take an L, but I wasn't trying to, not with him. So it starts there, um, and just a lot of things that he stated in his experience in our journey of communication. Um, I echo, but I'm also shocked by it because he he called me patient. <laughs> I'm not dealing with my uh, ass. I'm not. My capacity for patience stop patience stops with my students. I will admit, though, that, like, yes, I exerted far more patience with him uh, because he's who I wanted to be with. And I think when we talk about communication, it's also being transparent and actually how we genuinely feel about the person and about the uh, and about the situation that we're in. Um, And so my experience with communication in our relationship, the relationship I had with my man 
was like you said it heavily 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 built and based upon transparency and like you said if there was some shit that wasn't aligning with my core with my heart with my inner being Mm -hmm. he was going to hear my fucking mouth unapologetically Mm -hmm. because um Hey, I haven't heard from you in however many hours, however many days. The fuck is going on? Did we break up? Are you okay? Did you die or something? Because there has to be an astronomical reason as to why you're not communicating with me. And like he stated, yeah, he might be at work and again, being an educator, I have a little bit more flexibility. I can have my phone. I can be, you know, in and out conversation, whatever, whatever. And then here he comes back. And then that's also where we had to have conversation too, like his capacity for even text messaging throughout the day and mine, because the type of work he was doing, thank God that shit's done. Um, He was doing as a general manager of two, two stores. Put it out there. On yeah. one motherfucking salary. Freddy's, do it right. I know y'all try to give him cute little service packs. He needs more. Um, But even in that, he was like, babe, it, it's too much. It's it's too, it's too much. And so I tried to scale back. Not even tried. I did. I scaled back with how much I text. And so I'd usually give myself the rule of three to five text messages albeit sending media from social media or me texting him until I've heard from him. So three to five text messages and I go busy myself in something else, doing something else, talking to other people, whatever, like in regard like friends, work, colleagues, whatever, like busy myself, like in my space, in my world until I get a response from him. But oh baby, when the right notification comes over my phone, the right sound registers with my ears. Mm-hmm. And the world stops. Have a time. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. like, those mm-hmm. were those instances that it... Because, like, my man, I love my man. I love him so much. And, like, I wanted to show him how much of a priority he was for me. Whether or not I was a priority for him at that time, I wasn't tripping about. I knew who he was to me. I knew what I was trying to build with him. So communication, again, is more than what you say. It's also what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, moving forward, and again, a lot of it, I'm not going to lie to y'all. We, 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 we present and show the, the pleasantries of our relationship. But communication is definitely one of our thorns in the side. Because we come from two different worlds. We come from two different communication experiences and communication journeys that it does really require a great deal of, like, no pun intended, communication to communicate. And that's called meta-communication. And so, and this is actually connecting, and I'll be done after this. This is actually connecting with really uh, my college days um, where I took a class called Marriage and Family Family Relations and we learned about and talked about meta-communication. And I specifically had a conversation, like a part of one of the assignments is, Interview your parents and ask them, like, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently at the beginning of your relationship? Both my mom and my dad was communication, number one, but number two was communication about money. Mm. And I said, bitch, these are some motherfucking gems, oh. I mean, we are on the right track. 
because Quietus has kept my parents have been married for 30 years. And like we were just talking about this. Who's like, ask them, what's the secret to a successful relationship? Mm-hmm. I'm still go back and ask them. Um, because my mom, yeah, whatever. That's another conversation for another time off the air. But um, so yeah, meta communication and meta communication is literally communicating about communicating. Mm-hmm. So communicating about how you communicate, how you process, how you register. And I think a lot of times people feel guilty when it's like, well, I don't hear that when you say this. And we don't want to do the work of having those conversations, but it's really vital. It's really important. And hell, look at where it's gotten us. Mm-hmm. We're still here. Well, um, to add to um, the conversation, I just want to also discuss um, how we handle conflict. So, <laughs> I'm not going to sugarcoat it. We are still a work in progress mm-hmm. when it comes to communicating um through conflict. And it's mostly my fault. Um, because again, I am the type of person that kind of shuts down and process the situation. I'm the, I'm the type of person where I have to think about what I'm going to say mm-hmm. before I say it. Because I feel, like I said earlier, I, I want my man to receive what I'm saying. Um, because if I, if I react, I feel like I'm going to say something either disrespectful or something that he's not going to be receptive to. So I always shut down. Now, the problem with me shutting down, though, and processing this is we don't know the time frame. So that could be that could stem from a couple of hours to a day or two, you know, just depending on how affected I am by whatever situation. Um, So. What typically happens with our conflict is after a couple of hours, my man has had enough. He's tired <laughs> of the silent treatment. He's tired of the awkward uh, interactions. He's tired of it all. So then he's like, he, that go that assertive um, communicating style. What's wrong with you? What is going on? What did I do? So he starts, you know, Asking all these questions and my passive aggressive as, oh, nothing's wrong. Oh, you're good. This, that, and the third. And so that eventually leads to pissing him off because he knows that I'm lying. Because otherwise, why else would Because otherwise we're good. Mm-hmm. We're good. Up in each other's face, playing, joking. Right. But now. The cute shit. Mm-hmm. But now I'm distant and to myself and, you know, all in my phone. And so. We finally get to a space where I'm just like tired of, you know, him questioning me. So I'm just like, <laughs> let me just release what I need to say. Say what you need to say. Please. So, I, you know, I go off in a tangent. Now, what I can say, this is really what I appreciate about our conflict resolution. I hate the fact that I harbor everything in and my man has to draw it out of me. But what we have established um, when it comes to communicating um, through the conflict is that we say what we need to say uninterrupted. Now, sometimes, as of lately, we've had instances where we started to interrupt each other. But since the beginning... We have not, we were not interrupting each other. We let you complete your thought. 
listen to everything that you said. And then once you either once you stated that you were done talking, or if you Paul, if you just stop talking, <laughs> then the next person would start talking to respond to whatever you you know just stated. Mm-hmm. So that's what I can say. I really appreciate it because it you can tell that we're listening to each other, and that uh, you're taking in what they're saying instead of waiting so you could respond. Because there's a difference between listening and responding. Mm-hmm. So I do appreciate that. And to me, to me, wording is very important. Mm-hmm. That like It's just, so I had to tell my man when he said, I hear you. I'm like, but are you listening? Mm-hmm. Because hearing is like, it's going in one ear and out the other. Like you just waiting for me to shut the hell up so you can make your point. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So but are you listening to me? So it's just like when you say certain words, it's just like, okay, are they receiving what I'm saying? So I, what I can say is with our conflict, even though we're still a work in progress, I, I'm still a work in progress. We. we but uh, I do appreciate that the, we were consistent about making sure that we gave each other that uninterrupted space because we want to make sure we provide this space of vulnerability to where you're comfortable saying what it is that you need to say to your partner so they can understand you or they can make you feel heard. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do appreciate about our communication style with our conflicts. In, in a short response, um, what I will say in this, in, in, yeah, in, in this particular space, is that number one conflict is healthy conflict is not something that you should run from um what i can and to add to that from our relational experience is that because of our conflict we've become better communicators we've become better listeners we've become better inner standards not understanding but inner standards because we're able to really take what the one what one another is what, what one another is saying um to really implement <laughs> see and even Siri agrees because she said to fix it right every time you have a conflict fix it mm-hmm. um and I just love the how the universe the world God all those things that you know those of y'all believe in other than some things but we're not in that subject right now um is how like everything always tends to align itself for us. Mm-hmm. Like the right timing, the right place always just brings up the opportunity for us to just talk. Mm-hmm. And it's never ever an instance of it being accusatory. It's never ever an instance of us trying to, you know, get one another or bait one another to say a certain thing so we can use what they said as leverage or as ammunition. It's baby, I want to understand where you're, where the fuck you're coming from. Mm-hmm. baby I want to just understand you I want to come into a space of connectivity with you of intimacy with you that hell if you breathe off saying okay I got you I hear you I'm gonna back off that that's that's at least my goal with my man mm-hmm. I that I want to be that even if he doesn't speak words he's still communicating with me and he's not ashamed or having to be apologetic or cautious about or ultra sensitive 
to well, how is my man gonna respond? Nah, fuck that. Do what? What is? What do you need? Mm-hmm. What do you need in this conflict? What do you need in this space so we can nev- so we can number one learn and then number two heal and then number three apply. Mm-hmm. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. And just to add a little bit more, what I can also appreciate is I had to con- so like um, I'm a person who suffers with depression, uh, mm-hmm. so I had to communicate with my man, you know. I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to talk to you for an extensive amount of time Mm -hmm. or I'm just, I'm not in the mood. Or if I was upset with him, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to respond. You know, I'm not going to be in the headspace to Mm -hmm. talk to you, you know, this day. Um, so I feel like just commit, if you're not, if you don't have the mental capacity or the emotional capacity, communicate those things that way your partner is not left wondering like what's going on or like where are where do we stand you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying it's better co- to on, communicate baby. those things and i feel like that's and of course these things take time because that's what my man was complaining about these when you look at these podcasts or you look at these videos people tell you what to do but they don't tell you how they got there Mm-hmm. So of course these things take time. These things take consistency, and it's just it really just it just really takes practice. And and it, it does. I'm sorry, were you done? Oh yeah. It, it, it yes, it does take time. It does take practice. But I also want to I want to put a disclaimer out there for everyone as well to come to a space of understanding that what worked for us may not work for you. This mm-hmm. is just tools and techniques that have benefited us in our relationship. To the same effect, it's like, even in those spaces, because like, one thing that we definitely are trying to find and work on the balance of is allowing one another to be who we are. So, okay, understanding that my man, uh, you know, has his journey uh, with just finding ways to communicate and articulate what he's thinking and feeling. Okay, I get that. But that's not going to stop how I communicate with you. Okay, you're not you're not going to talk to me. You don't have capacity to talk to me. Okay, okay, babe. That's not going to stop me from reaching out. Just thinking about you. Yeah, I know you're mad at me, but I love you. Oh, he good for that child. Oh, I saw. I heard this song, and it made me think of you. Like, life and time is too precious to sit up here and hold on fucking grudges. And I know some of us love to do it, but where I am and where I sit, and from my experience, is that. Especially when you find someone that's worth it, like through all the conflict, conflict, through all the miscommunication, through all the bullshit, I'm gonna make sure you know that through it all, I still fucking love you, baby. I still fucking love you, and you gonna know this shit. You gonna mm-hmm. feel it to your core. Okay. Inside parts. Nothing. <laughs> but the inside parts. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so connecting to our last question, so what are ways, and I think we kind of talked about it, but what are ways people can see poor communication and either improve for themselves or help others improve? So uh, stepping back to that article, uh, signs of communication problems. Mm. So if you see these things, then y'all have a couple of problems with y'all communication. It's about 40 I'm just going to say a few of them. Um, like my man stated earlier, assuming you know what your partner thinks or feels. Don't do it. Um, constantly criticizing one another. Don't do that either. Engaging in passive aggressive behaviors. <laughs> Some folks can't help it. 
feeling like you can't really talk to your partner, that, that is a conversation that needs to be had. Why? Get out my damn head and my mouth. Well, yes. Get out my head. <laughs> Getting defensive when your partner tries to talk to you. Oh, can I interject right there? Mm-hmm. So, again, I was watching another TikTok, and one of those techniques, so if you know that your partner does something that, again, grinds your gears, and you want to give that constructive feedback, one of the psychological techniques that they presented, and that was same team, literally mentioned, same team, Mm -hmm. and then your feedback. Because you want to remind your partner that what I'm giving you, what I'm sharing with you, is not an attack. It is an observation and it's my experience. And I want to make sure that you know that in order for this team to work, you need to know this. And if you think about it back even in a work context or even with our family, we're going to address certain behavior, certain actions, certain certain communication that we've received that offends us, even with our friends. So granted, because of the relationship with the rapport that you have, they know where you're coming from. But sometimes even in relationships, we, we we get activated mm-hmm. because certain keywords, certain actions take us back to those spaces of hurt, those spaces of trauma. So those safe words of same team, but da 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 da. That's it. Um, another uh, sign is giving each other the silent treatment, <clears throat> having the same argument over and over without reaching a resolution. Refusing to compromise or listen to the other person's perspective and stonewalling in order to avoid problems or conversation. So I got, I'm going to just combo mealy. We're going to get a three piece and a biscuit. So the first one, when we talked, can you bring it back up? Um, When we talked about, um, not assuming. Dang, what order did you go? <laughs> okay. So getting defensive, we talked about, but getting giving each other the solemn treatment. Listen, I attempted, I attempted. <laughs> it was a cute attempt to give my man the solemn treatment. Yeah, that lasted a good what? Twenty minutes. It 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 went nowhere because my man was unbothered. Because he's a professional. He's the expert at silent treatment. And I was just like, oh, I'm going to show you how we feel. Mm-mm. Didn't work. Um, so arguments over and over. One thing that, it, it, listen, and this is something that we're still practicing and learning as well. You do not have to find the answer right then and there. Because Rome was not was not built in a day. Mm-hmm. There are still conversations and still some conflicts that we've made. We've literally stated, "Can we revisit this?" And we and then to be intentional and accountable in that work, can we revisit this within some timeline? Right. So it is okay if neither of you have number one the capacity, and number two the answer or the resolve for that situation. That doesn't mean it's like, oh, if we can't resolve this, bitch, we're done. Because if that were the case, my man and I would not be here. Mm-hmm. We just would not be here. So it is okay to be mature and 
accountable and responsible. You said mature? Mature. Oh, thank God. Why? I hate when people say mature. That just bothers my soul. Because that's not the proper pronunciation of the word. That's what your, your, your soul is right. It's mature. People say mature. I don't know who that is. That sounds like manure, and that's shit. And we don't, we're not, we don't have that. Um, and then that that refusing to compromise to listen. If you if you have a person that's not even willing to listen to you, why are you there? Because then that comes back to, um, a question that that comes up these the same question my man had asked me at one point. Why am I here? Like, if this and the other, da, 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 why am I here? If you're not willing to listen and share space, sharing space is more than physicality, y'all. Sharing space is shutting the fuck up sometimes <laughs> and letting someone else talk. Mm-hmm. Taking what they have to say, processing, putting yourself in their shoes and their position. Mm-hmm. Like, sharing space is so multifaceted and, is, and it's on so many different fucking levels. But if you are with individuals that aren't even willing to hear your side, your experience, run. Because I was about to say, what people like to do, um, I don't know if there's a term for this, but like, I'm just going to say trauma pick. Or trauma, trauma, um... Activation? Mm-mm. What'd you call it when you, um... I'm gonna just say compare trauma. How about that? Trauma dumping. Or trauma bonding. Let's go with that. Neither are healthy. So, I I feel like people... Mm. Two things. It's two mm. things related mm-hmm. to that. One... Step on them toes, baby. People like to say they are who they are because of the things that they've been through, which is true. Mm-hmm. But you can't let those shackle you to you where you are. That? Right. We need to move on from that. And if you're not going to move forward from that, then what are we doing? Mm-hmm. This is not this is not going to progress us because you're going to be stuck in the same childhood, a child, childhood mind frame. That you are, and then constantly revert to, oh, I've been through this, this, that, and third. But I've been through shit too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to do something about it. That's one thing. And then the second thing also is that people again like to compare trauma. So, oh, you don't understand what I've been through, or I've been through way more than you. So mm. this, that, and third. And I'm like, mm. that doesn't mean a damn thing. It don't. Like again. What are you doing about it? Are we going to therapy? Are you make are you uh, doing the necessary steps to make sure that you become a better person the next day? Or you know what I'm saying? Like are you talking to people who've hurt you so you can have that healing process that you finally, you know, deserve? Like I hate when people decide and mm. this might be a rant right here, but no, you can. this is part of, I feel like this is part of the communication process that some people also go through that Yes, we've all been through some things. And some people have been through way worse things than other people. But, again, what are we doing to make ourselves a better person? What are we doing to move ourselves closer to healing? Mm-hmm. That way, we not only 
or we become a better person, but we also become a better partner. Because the problem is people decide to, those people who decide to stay in that childhood mind frame become, be, have kids. Mm. And so now you're not only affecting just yourself and your partner, you're also affecting your kids now because now you're relaying this trauma down to, like to your kids. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you resent your mother for treating you this way. But what you fail to realize is that you're passing down that same um, behavior yeah. to your kids. And performing it or presenting it as acceptable. So, like, and the killer part is you may not know or you may not realize you're doing the same thing. But that's what a person who has not healed or mm-hmm. took the necessary steps to heal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why I want to make sure that when we do have those space... One, if you if you notice that your partner is that type of person, or if you are that person, communicate with the, your partner that, hey, we need to communicate and get you to a space where we both are at the same level and that we can get you to a place of healing so you could be the person that you want to be number one. Because mm-hmm. I want to love you authentically and fully for who you are. I don't want to change who you are. I want to mm-hmm. love you for who you are. But I want to make sure you are the best version of mm-hmm. who you can be. Mm-hmm. That benefits me. That benefits both of us. Okay, yeah. Both of Not us. Not even okay, yes. Right. Because like I said, the best version of you is what you're going to pass down to your kids. So we don't want to transcend down this generational curse no we want to break that and we want to make sure that we love our kids even better than what our parents did because i think that's that's everybody's goal to Mm -hmm. love your kid to give your kids the better life that you never had right or if you had a good life an even better life yeah so if you're not recognized and that's why i think it's also up to the part it's the responsibility of the partner as well to call and hold your partner accountable if we've talked about these things, if we said we want to work on these things and you see a, a pattern still, call that shit out. Mm-hmm. Call it out. Because, again, we do not want to pass down these these bad behaviors to our kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yes, 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 yes. And we go yes because my man did that, flipped it around. Pat it down and then flipped it again. Yes. Um, y'all, communication is a very uh challenging thing, but it's not a scary thing and it's not an impossible thing to handle, to manage, to grow through. Um, what I will what I, he <laughs> cause he made a lot of connections and a lot of mentions that I, I definitely was gonna try to jump in and, in our double dutch here. But you know, hey, mm-hmm. I, I was spinning. Mm-hmm. I was spinning for him. I was spinning for him. Um, first things first, um, when we talk about, you know, this just past childhood experiences, what we have to come to realize and understand is that if you don't address it now, like you said, it's going to pass down to your kids. It's going to be a learned behavior. It's going to be an acceptable behavior. And then when we find, when we get to that spaces of like, well, why do you act like that? Why you, why you doing it? Well, because, well, you hurt me. But at the reality of it, it's not that the person in front of you did. This is shit from your past. And I'm really only connecting that to the Miss Pat show because I'm, I'm binge watching that right now. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miss Pat. Yes. And I love, I love, I love, I love, I love, I love 
what media is doing of having those hard conversations, yet presenting it in a palatable manner for people to really digest it and understand it and, and see some see some of themselves in the media, in, in, in television nowadays. Final fucking league. Mm-hmm. It only took us till 2023. <laughs> I got bars, <laughs> sentences. Um to the same, so uh, and and I'm not even going to try to like recant every recount everything that my man stated, but like y'all, at the end of the day, if you find or identify issues that are displeasing to you that don't align with who you are, what you're trying to do, who you're trying to become, you got to talk about it. Even if you're not comfortable, find a way to articulate to share. Sometimes it does take a text message. Like we have the technology, utilize it, and that's again something that I love about our relationship. When we have that poor communication, what are some of the communication tools that exist out here now that we can utilize to bridge the gap of those communication skills that we might have, you know, to at least not leave our partner in the dark. So if you're one that's more better with, that you're better with FaceTime, uh, not FaceTime, but face-to-face communication, but you and your partner are at a distance, distance. FaceTime. Mm-hmm. send visuals if you are one that's more musically inclined that no I like to sing I gotta move I... bitch send a fucking send send a playlist of songs expressing how you fucking feel mm-hmm. and then after your partner has listened to those songs have a conversation about the songs because I, I tell you the beautiful thing about that work you having a conversation about the songs is going to connect to the actual issues how do I know because we did it Mm-hmm. Several times, because mm-hmm. my man knows I'll create a playlist in a fucking minute, mm-hmm. and he will create a fucking playlist in a minute. If you're one that likes again, again that that visualization, um, and you see the visualization or or the combination of media, so TikTok, social media. Listen, everybody's a relationship guru all of a sudden. All these people got all these TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. Snapchats, YouTube channels. But when you find those things that resonate with you, what's wrong with sharing it? Right? Mm-hmm. Share it. And then literally, you can send the link. Let me know your thoughts on this. Bitch, that is a powerful move. That's a powerful power move. I've done some reflection on our relationship. And I want to see some improvement. And this is my step towards that. Now, if you choose to do the work and at least watch the video and give me your feedback. Okay. We might be able to move forward somewhere with this, but if you can't, okay, this tells me what I need to do for myself. You, you're no response is still a response. Huh? Hello. Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's what I got. So do you want to tell them um, about the article that your uh, therapist sent you? Oh, sugar, honey, icy. tea. Uh, how so, to improve the relationship? So, yes, yes, yes. So, I I am a huge, 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 huge advocate for therapy. And in that work, um, so my, my, my therapist sent me two pieces. And um, the first is called Soft Startups. So, save the conversation for a calm moment. So, and, and I'm going to put this in. I'm at least link it. I'll find a way to link it for y'all because it's an actual document that she emailed to me. But um, this is all communication skills. So save the conversation for a, for a calm moment. So again, when you know that y'all are not at a resolution and y'all are like yelling and going back and forth and there's really no resolve, 
Save the conversation for a calm moment. It is okay to put a pause on shit. Mm-hmm. It, it is okay. I promise you it's okay. That does not mean the relationship is over. Because I used to operate in that space that, you know, it has to be fixed now. No, it does not. Okay. All things take time. Use gentle body language and tone of voice. I'm still working on that. Because as y'all probably hear on this podcast, I'm loud. Very loud. From my 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 jests, my laugh, my commentary, my feedback. I'm just a loud person. Those that have met me in person, you know, I'm just a loud ass person. Period. My man is more soft spoken. And then also he's communicated. I don't like it. I don't like to be yelled at when we having confrontation. I don't like to be yelled at, period. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's my go-to because I don't feel hurt. If I have to repeat myself, if we're going over the same stuff over and over again, I don't feel hurt. I'm in my mind that's saying we're not being hurt. So I gotta yell. So maybe you'll get it better, even though that doesn't change anything. That's like you're trying to talk to a deaf person. Do you understand? Baby, I'm deaf. I don't I'm what? Weak. What? So just to interject just a little bit, I just go based off the will and Will's uh, and Jada's relationship mm. uh, where he said they don't argue. They had one argument and he didn't like it. He didn't like raising his voice to his woman. And he was like, we're never doing this again. Hmm. And they've never, and she said it, they've never argued after that. We're going to talk about that offline. But what yeah. I'm curious about is, okay, so you didn't argue, but then how did you address the issues that y'all had? Because they, they probably had stern they, conversations. They had a lot of shit going on. Right. They probably had several conversations, but when it came to, to arguing, to arguing or like raising your voice and mm-hmm. shouting at each other, mm-hmm. we're not doing that. But who said that yelling is required in an argument? It's not that it's required. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to allow it for our exchange. Right. Heard. Received. Um, use I statements to express how you feel. So, so it, with that, without an I statement, you can come off as like, you're so closed off, we need to talk more. With an I statement, I feel lonely when we don't talk. So you're owning how you're feeling in that experience and that interaction with your partner, but you're also identifying the behavior that your partner is exhibiting. So this is how I feel. But this is the action that's causing my feeling. I statements are powerful. Mm-hmm. And I was about to say, I uh, also feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with the uh, accusatory statements, huh? Mm-hmm. But they don't feel like you're attacking them. Right. Same team. Yeah. Same team. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe the problem clearly. So this is so. This is where that passive aggressive nature of my man comes in, because he'll hold on to stuff. And he had, I will, I will not lie to him. I'm never going to take it from him. My man remembers shit for him. Right. Right. Because there's some shit he don't remember. Don't. But my man, <laughs> if it's something that he knows that like vexed him, that bothered him, mm-hmm. like, oh, he remembers it like it happened two minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But anything else? Nah, don't, don't, don't push it. Because Maya Angelou said what? People are going to remember how, how you, you made, made them, them feel. And so, describe the problem clearly. So, prime example, don't come in saying, this house is a mess. Address the specific action or task that was requested to be done instead of making a general statement uh, to, to, to have emotional 
impact, right? So again, I will try to make sure that I add this in. And then of course, above all things, be respectful. Treat each other the way you know you deserve to be treated. You don't want to be cussed out in a conversation? Don't cuss them out. You don't want to be called out of your name in a conversation? Don't call them out of their name. Again, people will only do what you allow. And that, that I, I just live by that. And that, that's just where I am. Um, the other one is relationship conflict resolution. So focus on the problem, not the person. Ooh, that's beautiful. That's that accusatory statement you talked about. Hmm. Again, use reflective listening. Use I statements once again. So those I own your shit, y'all. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Know when to take a timeout. That kind of comes back to talking about shit in a calmer setting. And then work toward a resolution. Rome was not built in a day. You will not have all of your answers in every single conversation to reconcile and reconciliate. It's not going to happen. And we're learning that now. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, if y'all do come up with a resolution and it doesn't work, just revisit the conversation to come up with a different resolution to see how can we improve or add on to what we already tried to establish. So, but with this, I feel like, Yes, we yes. gave them the ins and the outs of communication, a little bit of our business with our communication, you know, the little tools mm-hmm. that we use. Hence why it's one of the longest episodes we've had so far. Yes. Because what y'all, being transparent but not transparent, like, this episode was some work. Mm-hmm. This episode was a journey for us, and it, it also reveals that, once again, we still have work to do in communication. And, and one thing I'll tell you is that like, that's the beautiful thing about it. You never stop learning. Mm-hmm. You always have space to grow and to develop and be more than what you are today, tomorrow. All right. Mm. Motivational speaker. Thank you. This has been our TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you know what it is now? What? Our tipsy. Tip, well, your tip, glass isn't empty, tip, so tip, we can't tip, have tip, tip, tipsy. Tipsy talk. Tip, tip, tip on hard oh, no, I'm tip, a, tip, I'm a drink tip, through tip, it while tip, you. Tip, it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it, he chose that, the wrong what? Girl. Oh. Same girl. Same girl. Go ahead. Damn. I don't even want to read this. I mean, this topic. Wait, this how old is he? 27. Yeah. She's 25. Mm-hmm. All right. For context, me and my boyfriend have been together for in total eight years. Damn. Damn. You, what? You, you dirty for this already. We met between mutual friends while I was still in school, and he had just moved to my town to go to college. You're older than... Never mind. I'm going to shut my mouth because everyone's journey is different. Um, we were friends for two years before we started dating. The reason for this was because, one, I was too scared to make a move. And secondly, he was in love with one of our mutual friends. After she got a boyfriend, he moved on to liking me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> liking me. And we have been dating ever since. Like, last Saturday was his birthday. And he told me he never been thrown a surprise party a surprise birthday party and would like to experience one. I worked all week before Saturday, his birthday, planning and inviting people, getting reservations, buying a cake, etc. 
I asked his best friend to hang out with him for most of the day so that I could set set up and get everything to get here and hide for the surprise. The birthday party was a success and he was smiling the whole time. He had snuck off with his best friend somewhere and I wanted to find him so that I could sing, so we could sing happy birthday and cut the cake. As I was walking down the hallway, I heard him and his friends talking, so I kept walking towards their voices. I heard him tell his friend that he should have kept trying with our mutual friend. He told him that he should have been that he should have been the man that was engaged to her and not her now fiance. He said that he hated waking up to me. Oh my God. Oh no. And that he wished that our mutual friend was the one that threw him his first surprise party. <gasps> he said that he felt disgusted every time he had to kiss me oh! or hold me because he knew that our mutual friend should be in his arms instead. He said that he felt that he was stuck in our relationship and that he would end up having, quote unquote, to marry me. He said that our that our mutual friend had better was better than me in looks from head to toe. He said that she was the most gorgeous girl I've ever seen. I went back to the party and told everyone that I couldn't find him and that we would have to wait for him to come back. When he came back, he gave me a hug and a kiss on the head and told me he loved me. I didn't want to ruin his party, so I went along with it. He doesn't know that I know he doesn't honestly love me. I've just been going going along with everything. I honestly don't want to break up with him. What? I just want to know how I can make him fall in love with me. What? I don't know what I did to make him feel so unhappy. So I would like to know how to... I would like to know how do I make my boyfriend fall in love with me or should I just give up on our relationship? He's the first boyfriend I've ever had and I'm scared to start dating again at my age. Girl. First of all. Go man, ahead, baby. You're 25. Hello. You're not 40. Huh? huh? That part. 50. Like. 60. Girl. First of all, number one. If this man don't love you, he's not going to love you. Mm-hmm. There, there's no reason. There's no point in trying to make him fall in love with you. That's that's not something you do. You either, he's either going to do it on his own. It's not something you can make him do. So, and the fact that you sat here and heard him say these things, it's not like him saying that he has reached a point in y'all relationship where he has either fallen out of love or like y'all reached a rocky place in your relationship. He stated he's never liked you. He feels disgusted, kissed, being intimate with you. Like, mm-hmm. but he don't like you. Mm-hmm. So the question in my mind when you say you do, don't want to break up with him after hearing this, Baby. it sounds like you have some insecure, some mm-hmm. insecurities. Yeah. So I'm like, because in my mind, I'm like, why else would she want to stay? I would leave regardless because you cannot make somebody fall in love with you. And then secondly, I don't want somebody who does, I feel like he doesn't respect you because why is he talking to his group of friends about your relationship like that? Well, she he, she said she heard him with some friends. It don't even matter. But you say so. It. Why are you disrespecting our me? You know, around your group of friends, and why instead of communicating this with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you feel like you don't like me, or if you feel like there's a disconnect, communicate that with me. Don't go telling your friends and then come around me 
and kissing on me, making it seem like everything is good because now you I feel like, like a fucking fool. Well, I would say now it feels like you're resenting me. Mm-hmm. Now I know you resent me, and so I'm gonna wake up every day knowing that you hate me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and that no, not even hate me. That you're tolerating me, and bitch, I don't even like that. Tag me in. Now let me get on this little twenty-seven-year-old child, Ooh. sir. First of all, grow the fuck up. Because what you did to this young lady was wrong. Because where we are right now in this particular situation, you were selfish. You were impudent. You were just belligerent. You were absolutely emotionally, like, just wrong. You, you, were, you were just grossly negligent. If you knew that you had the intentions of being with the young lady, that you were all heads over his world, you should have manned the fuck up and made sure that you applied yourself and applied that fucking pressure to say, hey, lady, me, mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. me. But you want to be over here a sourpuss and literally you're dating this young lady out of fucking convenience. You're wrong for that shit. Mm-hmm. Especially, and, then, and it's like you really utilize your intel as her friend first, knowing that you were going to be her first partner Mm-hmm. Knowing you were going to be her first partnership, so she was going to go and tolerate mm-hmm. any fucking thing you did. And if you're talking like this and you're conducting yourself like this, who's to say that you've actually been faithful throughout this relationship? Mm-hmm. Like that, you're you're disgusted with all this other shit, sir. You have been with this young lady for eight years. Eight. And what I will say with that, that means that y'all started in high school. To both of y'all, separate, go about your lives. Because young lady, what I promise you, he ain't ever going to find anyone better than you. He ain't ever. Yeah, he might still find someone that's quote unquote more attractive. More attractive. I didn't say pretty or beautiful. More attractive to his liking based off of his preferences. But the content of character ain't going to be there. Mm-hmm. The willingness to provide ain't going to be there. Because he's still stuck on little Heifer that left him. Because she probably knew he wasn't shit. Right. And that's my thing, like, oh, this is sad. It brings me back to my first relationship, like, my first, like, that first relationship where I knew I was in love and love, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, they did so much shit. Okay, they cheated so many times, and I just tolerated it and forgave them because it was my first, they were Mm -hmm. my first. Yeah. So it was just like I understand where she's coming from because that first is kind of hard to get over, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially I don't know if this is the first person she's been intimate with. She says her first boyfriend. I'm pretty sure this is the first person she's been intimate with. Mm-hmm. It's her first boyfriend, like her, the first person she's probably been in love with. So I understand that emotional connection that she has to this man, and she's gonna let, she's gonna allow certain things to slide because. That's the best thing she knows for right now. But sis, what I can tell you, it gets better. It does. All this is is a lesson learned. Because what you need to do is learn your worth. So what you do is break up with this man. You self-reflect on the relationship of where he went wrong, you went wrong, and how you could be better. Yeah. Because it takes two to tango. The relationship's not going to always be perfect. You're not always the, you know... In some relationships, the person... You may not do anything wrong in your mind, but you did something to contribute to the breakup. And I just feel like this man is not healthy for you because he... 
a, a manipulator. Yeah. And he's a liar. Yeah. Because Ooh, come on. Baby. He because if he's gonna sit here and tell you that he loves you and probably feeding you bullshit and then go around and tell his friends that he don't love you and he don't like you. Uh, going back to what I stated earlier, how is this going to relate to transcend down to when y'all have kids? Y'all kids are going to eventually read because kids pay attention. They, they, ooh, and eventually on. he's going to resent you for being because then he's going to feel like he's stuck with you mm-hmm. if y'all have kids. So then he's going to resent you and these kids are going to realize that my parents don't love each other or they're acting weird. And you know, then they're basing their lives on what they think love is. Like, come on now. Get it together. I have two things for you. Number one, listen to Kelly Rowland. Number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, well, it's three things. Number two, listen to Beyonce's Best That I Never Had. And number oh, three, yes. listen to Beyonce's Irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. Because since this man thinks and feels that he is obligated Apparently, 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 <laughs> to be with you, show him that baby, you can do bad all by yourself because you can. That's because it. be reminded, you were fine without a partner, without a boyfriend before him. You'll be fine without him. You damn damn sure without him, and you're going to end up finding who is genuinely and authentically there for you. Because this bullshit is unhealthy. It ain't right. And again, when it comes to communication, you got to communicate. What you will and will not tolerate. Mm-hmm. You need to check that man. Mm-hmm. You need to let him know. I know what you said. I don't appreciate it. So since this is how you feel, we need to have an adult conversation, 27-year-old, mm-hmm. about where we are and what the fuck we're about to do. Because you're not fitting to play in my face and waste my fucking time. Got me right here looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Per. That's what I said. She better pull a Sheila. Lose some weight, girl, and what you calling? Hello. Pull and, up with a new nigga. And watch. Why did I get married? One and two. Mm-hmm. Or, Learn from this. Or when you break up with him, Beyonce freakum dress. Pull out that freakum dress, girl. Mm. Take pictures and go out and show him. Uh, that's it. But he ain't I, the only nigga hmm. that she could pull. Cause, girl, if you can make a surprise birthday party happen in a week, mm. you a bad. You a bad lady. You a bad lady. Yes. So, I don't like this though. I didn't like that either. I didn't. Ooh, when I started reading, just from the title alone, I was upset. Just from the title alone. He would, girl. I would confront him. Right then, what? Right then and there. Or not even, even if she wanted to wait, because she said she didn't want to ruin his birthday. Birthday. But I'm just saying, I feel like she could should have confronted him after the party. But she didn't even confront him. She said she wanted to figure out how to make him fall in love with her. You can't. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I feel like she was wrong mm -hmm. all the way too. When someone shows you who they are. Baby, believe them. You can't change that. The only one that can change that is going to be him. Mm-hmm. So again, fuck that man. Mm-hmm. Go live your life, girl. I would have... You just ruined my life. You wasted eight years of my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Fuck your birthday. And like I said, do you... I'd rather waste eight years of my life than the rest of my life. That That's fair. That's fair. But still, you wasted eight years of my life. Fuck you. Fuck your birthday. Fuck this birthday party. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck off this venue. Uh, I need a refund. And even with wasted eight years of your life, I feel like lessons were taught in those eight years. 
That you can't trust no bum ass nigga. Right. Right. You really got to really assess why are you here? Because like now I think about and and I want to go on. I don't want to go into a rant. But like now with this situation, I think about I want to meet this lady like girl. I do too. Girl, like how did the whole courting thing happen? You were too scared to approach him. So it's like, was this like a pity relationship? He knew that you never had a boyfriend before, so he just did it, but then kind of got, quote unquote, stuck? Nah, like, girl, no. This is too much to it. Friend. Friend. Go find, go find your forever man, girl. Okay. Or maybe it could be a forever woman. Not even find your, your forever, forever person. No, what she needs to do is find herself. Does she do? Find herself no. first. Find yourself so therefore yourself is so solid that when you get in a relationship, this shit won't happen again. Her. Because I think a lot of it, I think you got captured in the fact that, oh my gosh, I finally have a man, my man, my man, my mm-hmm. man. You got lost in the relationship. And that, oh, I don't want to lose my man. Mm-hmm. But truth is, your man was never your man because your man was still stuck on his first love. That's well, it. his Not even love, his first crush. Which is your friend. Make this make sense. Girl. Which means y'all about to be sharing spaces. Y'all nasty. Y'all kids about to grow up together. Y'all unhealthy. Come on now. like mm -mm. Y'all need a shower. A spiritual. And that's the other thing. Knowing that he has a crush on your friend. Like every time we go somewhere. I'm going to feel some type of way. Mm Because I know how my man feels about you. You know. So. mm -mm. Yeah. Well, so (laughs) that was the end of our tipsy talk. Thank y'all for listening to our podcast. As you can see, this was a lengthy, long, long episode. But I thank y'all for hanging in with us. That's it. So just making sure that y'all follow us on all our social media, um, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, It's and TikTok as well. It's sipping underscore on underscore love. And don't forget to follow us uh, to keep the party flowing and the drinks. No. Mm-hmm. And the drinks going. We're going to go with that. Uh, and follow us on our various uh, podcast platforms, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And as always, if we're not on a platform that you frequent, message us on one of our social media platforms. And we will definitely put forth the work to get added to it. So again, if you liked this episode, like and subscribe. Share with your friends and family. And above all things, if no one's told you, I love you. We We love love you. you. And keep sipping on love. Peace Peace out.